Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. I'm Jesse from Jordan, Jesse Go. This is my friend Jordan. Hi, I'm uh, Jordan Morris from The Big Bang Theory. Uh, here's just a, can I, Jesse, do you mind if I start us off? Not at all, Jordan. I'm drinking some of this cool, fresh water. Have a, have a gulp of water. Thanks. And I'll, uh, I'm going to pose a question. Do you think that the possum is the worst mammal? <laughs> Wow, this is a powerful topic. Yeah. I, uh, I did not know we were putting topics on the table. Yeah, I, got, I, came, I came to play, baby. Is Holy shit. What is, what is this, sports talk radio? Mammal. That's right. It's Cooter and the Gooch. <laughs> Poor and the Brew, we're talking about mammals. Oh, yeah. Yeah, baby. <laughs> that was Sports Talk Radio was like. Sorry, Marsupial Week was last week. Flush him! <laughs> Somebody suggested koalas. Uh, is, the po- is a possum the worst mammal? That's an interesting question. Well, what are some of the other possible worst mammals? Like rat. Yeah, but rats are cute, though. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, think I know. A lot of people will say that. Like, you know, they had a pet rat that was very sweet. And right. I, I, you know, and I, I've never been emotionally connected to a rat myself, but uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, I've never talked to anybody that's had a pet possum that's gone. I oh, dated you know. a rat in high school, and she really broke my heart. <laughs> okay. um, so that was my main emotional connection to a rat. <laughs> no, my friend, my best friend as a kid, Jody, mm-hmm. uh, Jody had a rat that turned out to be a pregnant rat, and then he had a shit ton of rats. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> But he, but he kept them all. They had this whole house down in his family room. Is a possum a mammal? Are they? In, are they? Do they count as marsupials? What are they? They're marsupials. Okay. Well, I guess I will. I will alter. I will alter my statement. Yeah. Is a possum the worst marsupial? No. You know what? Jordan, I don't think you need to fold to this guy's bullshit. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. that's my feeling about this. My honest feeling about this is if we say a possum is a mammal, then a possum is a fucking mammal. Yeah, that's right. You know what else is a mammal? A b- humpback whale is a mammal. That's a type of fish. I think it's... <laughs> yeah. Who even knows what a mammal is, is my point. I do. A possum. Sure. All the, they have all the qualities of a mammal. Right. Uh, fur. Right. Tail. Right. Snout. Yeah. But it's the worst version of all three of those. <laughs> worst fur. Yeah. Worst fur. Worst snout. Awful tail. Okay, let me ask you how this plays into it. And I sure. haven't really thought this through, so I'm just, I'm just spitballing here. Mm-hmm. You know the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, but not the new one. The 80s, like, BBC? <laughs> the PBS one, yes. What about those hedgehogs? What's their story? What are they, whales? You think they're the, you think they're the worst mammals? I don't know what they are. They're, give me the, they're probably the heebie mammal. Does anyone have, does anyone here, I'll source the audience on this, does anyone have a suggestion for a mammal worse than a possum? 
you, uh, in the back. Oh, he had shot up. Yeah. Oh, that's, okay. That's Max Fun videographer Jay Frosting. And if you say, if you say, man, we get it. We get it. Yes, we're ruining the environment, Donald Trump. I know. What is a worse mammal than a possum? Ferret. A uh, ferret. Okay. Jay Frosting said a ferret. Now, right now. Over 4,000 listeners to this program are writing you angry emails and CCing their state legislators. <laughs> you may as well have insulted settlers of Catan <laughs> as far as things, things that will get you angry tweets from a Jordan Jesse Go listener. That's, uh, ferrets, are, are there any other... Does anyone else have an idea for what might be... I had a friend... I uh, you, sir, you, sir, in the middle there. The baboon with the amazing butt, I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great butt. That it's is a great butt. I can't even imagine a worse suggestion. And sorry, I think real mammals have curves. <laughs> and I don't mind that the baboon yeah. has a healthy butt. That he's not one of these photoshopped monkeys yeah. you see in all the Vogue magazines. Yeah. Weasel. We Weasel? Weasel. I think a weasel is the same as a ferret. That's my opinion. Yeah. I had a friend. I had a ferret friend. Yeah. A friend who owned a ferret yes. in high school. Me and the ferret were acquaintances. Uh, and the ferret was. It had weird fur. Weird uh-huh. wiry fur. Uh, it smelled like pee all the time. Uh, but it made a little noise where it went. So. Jay, I see your I see your point that they are pretty bad as far as mammals go. Right. But they made that little noise that I enjoyed. So uh, I think I possum is worse. Can I can I bring a guest into this because we have like we have all <laughs> the these... jungle Jack Hannah. Please <laughs> <laughs> jungle Jack Hannah. Ladies and gentlemen from Zaboomafu, the Krat Brothers. <laughs> Um, no, it's well. We have a ton of Max Fun guests just sure. on hand. Yes. Some of whom are not on this list of people ap- appearing on our show. I feel kind of bad about it. Yeah. And also, I think that this guest uh, would probably bring some insight to this discussion. <laughs> sure. Uh, Jonathan from Getting Curious. Jonathan, I see you in the back there. Will you come up and talk about animals with us for a second? Give him a hand. Give him a hand. Jonathan did not. This was not a plan. I just feel like Jonathan. Jonathan is, you know, his show's all about learning and engaging with the world. Of course, that's what we're about, too. Um, but I think Jonathan probably has some good insights into the world of animals. How are you, Jonathan? Good. How are you? Oh, I'm fantastic. I'm delighted to see you. You, too. What's your Your fa- mouth is full of something. It's popcorn. <laughs> I was just eating so much of it. She's very taken off guard. Jonathan, what, uh, let's, let's start positive, because I know you're, no, you, frankly, you're known as a positive guy. Oh, I am? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, what, what would you say is your favorite mammal, Jonathan? Let's start on the positive. A cat. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty I have two. I'm one of choice. those. It's the worst. <laughs> Jordan, what about you? You can't say cat. Um, super cat. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dance hall reggae guy? That's the one. <laughs> I assume that's a thing. Uh, Fine. Mine is Buju Banton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, think, I also think cats are great because you can uh, hug them. Oh, mine love hugs. Uh, and how do you feel about the possum as, a, as, a, as an animal, as a marsupial, as a mammal, which they are? 
I'll tell you a really sad story about possums. Please okay, do. Good. Bring it down. Yeah. <laughs> one time, way too one much time fun. I was with my step-grandma, and she ran sad over. Sad so far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she ran. Well, she's actually my ex-step-grandma. Get the <laughs> okay. And she ran over this possum, and I saw the whole thing. It was like slow motion. It was in this like little town called Camp Point. I couldn't believe it. Anyway, when we got out of the car, like the to like, be fair, that sounds like the kind of place where someone would run over. <laughs> Particularly Camp step-grandma. But yeah, totally. But like she had been pregnant, and they have like those pouches like kangaroos do. Like they're Wait, a special... how old was your step grandma if she was pregnant? <laughs> well, her name was Gay Gun, and I would assume she was like sixty something. <laughs> wow. Wow. She okay. was fierce. She was okay. so fierce. She, was, she had this big like yellow perm, and everyone loved it. But, um, but the babies, the babies lived. You guys. Yeah. They were orphans. And they were very cute, and they were very cute, and these little babies like survived this tragedy. So I, I can't have any hate or or you know shade to throw at at a possum because they are too fierce for that. <laughs> Gentlemen, Jonathan does not have any shade to throw at a possum. Too fierce. They're simply too fierce. Too fierce. Too fierce. <laughs> yes, queen. What about yes, deadly, queens. What about, what about deadly creatures? Are deadly creatures worse than possums? Well, I have never been a fan of a snake. Yeah. Yeah, that's I'm not so scared a, of snakes. That's not a mammal, but it, it can be deadly. Oh, but they, I like mammals. Yeah. I do. I, I, I was racking my brain back there. I can't think of a mammal I don't like. Bunnies? Love. <laughs> Most people hate bunnies. Is why I bring it up. Um, uh, like a like a, an old, just an old bear, just an old, not cute. He's got he's got a lot of scabs. Just an old, old scabby bear. No. All right. All right. <laughs> he loves them. The man, yeah, your reputation is the most positive man in podcasting. Well, no, I mean because you're oh, like shit. The, well, oh. What about this pig that bit me one time? <laughs> yeah, a specific pig. Uh, what happened? Yo, my wife's cousin has this pig. Uh, you, guys, you guys know how that is, right? Sure. This pig lives in his house with his wife and his kid. And uh, I, we're always hearing about The pig's name is Atticus. We're always hearing about how cute he's the singer of a rock band. I don't even think I need to say that. Uh, not Atticus, my wife's cousin. Uh, if that's uh, what they call their pig, what will they call their child? <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you what their child's name. Water they're, slide. They're, one, <laughs> they're Quin- wonderful Quin- people. Quinoa. They're really lovely people. Um, anyway, so Mendocino Farms. <laughs> local jokes get you local work. So uh, the uh, the pig. Okay, so he had a show down here with his rock band. And they were like, they called us like in three days before it, and they said, hey, we're, <laughs> we're coming down there, but our pig babysitter just flaked on us. <laughs> our pig babysitter is a tiny horse. <laughs> he broke his leg and was shot. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's so exciting. The babies live, though. The babies live. Okay, so so they call this the pig babysitter. The pig babysitter uh, flaked. Can can Atticus stay at your house? (laughs) And I'm like, 
fucking yes. <laughs> like, for like, because we don't see my wife's cousin that much, you know? I mean, how often do you see your adult cousins? And so I've been hearing about this pig every nine months, like seeing a picture or whatever, and thinking, thinking like... I, 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 I positive this pig has its own Instagram. But <laughs> <laughs> where the captions are the pig as itself. Yeah. Dinner time. <laughs> Snout on fleek. <laughs> and uh, so this, for like... For probably three years at that point, I had been fantasizing about playing with this pig, petting this pig, being friends with this pig, like whatever pigs do, like like whatever they like, I'll do that. Um, and I'm a real pig pleaser. Um, I sexually identify as a pig pleaser. <laughs> and so this pig, this pig came to our house, and they're like. As I said, just the nicest people, and they said with such conviction, just let him hang out in your backyard and feed him at these times, and whatever, he'll be cool. And we had lived in our house for maybe two months, something like that, three months, so we were new to our neighbors. First of all, this pig immediately starts crying and cries continuously for two days. And if you're wondering how a pig don't cries, don't Pixar movies. <laughs> you know how you know how you see those videos online of like a goat making a sound that sounds like a human scream. Yeah, like it literally sounded like. Have any of you read that book, uh, Devil in the White City? Uh, it's about a guy who builds an abattoir in his house. I'm pretty sure that like every single neighbor surrounding us figured it was a devil in the white city situation. <laughs> like we were murdering people and their screams were reverberating across the canyon in which we live. <laughs> um, so the pig, and the pig fucking bit the shit out of me, drew blood while I was just trying to pet him. I was hecka nice with this pig. I did all the shit they told me to. <laughs> Excuse me. An adult crowd. I was hell's a nice <laughs> And this fucker bit me. Does it have human teeth or pointy teeth? Um. Well, it doesn't have human teeth. <laughs> like, are they flat or are they pointy? Oh, okay. Like, are they grinders or choppers? Yeah. yeah it had. I mean, whatever the fuck it had, it I hurt. Sexually identified. Do you have a scar? <laughs> You have a scar, Jesse. I sexually identify as the grinder from the show The Grinder. <laughs> Mistemo sexual. Yeah. Is um, he in that? I might be wrong. No, Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. What's John Stamos in? And John Stamos is a marsupial, correct? <laughs> I've got this straight. Got it. He has to go to the surface to breathe. Sure. <laughs> well, sexually. I mean, they, Thank you so much for having me up. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you know we're from Oh No, Ross and Carrie. Please welcome up Carrie Poppy. So, Carrie, let's talk, let's talk about your nerd complaints about our last segment. <laughs> Taxonomy issues. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, first of all, marsupials are, are mammals. They're all mammals. Yeah! yeah. So, don't worry about that. Jordan was right. Yeah, 
Yeah, marsupials are a subcategory of mammals. So Hell yeah. You remember Hell that yeah. kings play chess on funny green school stools? Do you yeah. remember that? <laughs> no. <His> no. <laughs> uh, that's how you remember oh, the taxonomy uh, order. King Wait, things play spiders. chess on funny green stools? Yeah, so... Are you describing the video game Cubert? <laughs> <laughs> I, if you ma mention any video game other than Tetris, I won't get the joke. <laughs> Are you uh, talking about T-shaped piece? <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about weird Russian song? <laughs> I also have gifts for you guys. Hey. Yeah, so Jordan, you get The Components of Understanding by L. Ron Hubbard. Wow. And, uh, Finally, my collection is complete. <laughs> And Jesse, you get the Bridge to Total Freedom grade chart. I think which, this is the one where Xenu fights Green Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> which is complete. Ooh, wow. So this is all the levels you can get to uh, to clear. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh shit! I am already at clear certainty rundown. <laughs> All you I gotta do wish. is get to Sunshine Rundown, and it's popping. I am clear. <laughs> oh you shit! Know. Now Elrond and Green Lantern are, are teaming up to face Darkseid. <laughs> you know what's really sad is that Ross and I spent like 90 hours uh, at the Church of Scientology, and I looked at that and I was like, "Oh, we're at like the bottom rung of that." Okay, so should, let's uh, let's address yeah, this. So, sure. what you do on your show? Oh no, Ross. And no, Perry. just let all these people think I'm Scientologist. <laughs> let's explain. <laughs> much more popular than ours. Oh, no, no, no. Let's introduce uh, let's introduce the sponsor of tonight's program. The Church of Scientology. Um, You're all in the Sea Org. So the on, doors are locked. On your show, on your show, Oh No, Ross and Carrie, uh, you and uh, your co-host Ross, Ross participate in. <laughs> uh, we presume. Uh, participate in uh, unusual and uh, fascinating religious organizations. That's one thing, yeah. Alternative medical practices. Mm -hmm. um, Penis enlargement. Uh, you joke, but Ross did that. <laughs> I, I oh, know. did you know I that? Oh, I'm, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Come you on. never joke about that. I listen to the penis episodes of your show. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> to be fair, Jordan just searched iTunes for penis. <laughs> A lot of this American life, oddly enough. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, we join fringe groups. We get fringe treatments. We do uh, anything that uh, you might find in the weird news segment of Yahoo. Uh, so, uh, so you did an expose of Scientology. You guys went through the went went through the ringer. Yes. Uh, at, since you've these have been coming out. I think they've been very popular. If my at my Facebook yeah, feed yeah, is any indication, that, I think that's uh, right. Those were all my posts. But yeah. <laughs> sure, yeah. I only follow one person on Facebook. Everybody else. Is uh, have you You're like heard... Carrie loves these episodes of her own show? <laughs> sure, yeah. Wow. Uh, have you uh, have you heard from the Church of Scientology? Have have they contacted A you? A little. Uh, yes and no. So here's what done happened. I'll give you guys the scoop. So wait, that... did you say you spent sixty hours? Uh, ninety hours. Ninety hours. So how yeah. long? That's did you combined. That's your jobs. <laughs> right. I know. Uh, uh, I at least like I'm a writer and a journalist, so I can at least be like, okay, this week is full. I'm going to pare down my jobs. But Ross has a nine to five. I don't know. Well, Ross and is a Catholic priest. <laughs> <laughs> Very weird. 
<laughs> he would be spending so much now. Absolutely, yeah. He's a priest, and he has a wife and child. Uh, I don't know how he does it. Um, probably learned something from LRH. Um, but cool that you call him that. Yeah, no. Like how Dave Matthews Band fans just call him Dave. Yeah, totally. We're on acronym terms. He calls me Suki. Um, you know, for a cult leader, he's super chill. He's coming back, you know. I've heard that. I have yeah. no to idea. To face Dark Side. That's why there is a, uh, there's an office for L. Ron Hubbard in every single um, Scientology org in the world. They keep an office that's in pristine condition with a desk and pens, like, ready for him when he comes back. I have a question. When he comes back... <laughs> Holy shit. When yeah. he comes back, will he be, like... Fucking with a like an electric typewriter, or is he gonna know about Windows 10 and shit? <laughs> I don't think. Like, has he been ghost flying around learning new OSs and softwares for writing sci-fi novels? Yeah, I mean, his whole thing was that they had the most advanced technology in the universe. Right. So where is he right now? Is he in space? We don't know. So this uh -huh. is the official answer. We don't know where he is. He's uh, he is out there. He's in another paradigm. He's doing this work on an even more important level. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so, uh, have you, so you have heard from them, kind of. Oh, yes, sorry. Yeah, when you asked me 10 minutes ago. Uh, yeah, so Ross, actually, this hasn't been released in the episodes yet, but I'll tell you guys. Uh, that's <laughs> So, Ross got kicked out of a meeting when they found out who we were. And here's how they found out. This is amazing. Uh, the woman who found out has a friend who's a Mormon who had listened to our show and had heard the Mormon episodes. So this woman is talking about how she has this student named Ross who she's so excited about. He's so into it. He's so interested in learning. And oh, I feel so bad for this woman. She was excited enough oh, about Ross that she was talking about him casually. To her friends, yeah. So then, so then this friend who's Mormon was... worse than that possum whose babies got squeezed out of it by a truck. <laughs> so then this Mormon worse. friend... Mormon friend says, he doesn't have a friend named Carrie, right? Oh, and, no. uh, and she's like, oh, yeah. And, uh, and so she says like, oh, well, unless this is a really crazy coincidence, there are these people, Ross and Carrie, they're journalists. They also joined the Mormon church and did uh, episodes about us. So she w goes and looks it up. We had been using our real names this whole time. So this is like three months in, they had never Googled us. Uh, which you'd think they would. They'd yeah, I mean, they've been of, following you the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so they Googled him. They uh, <laughs> Apparently, David Miscavige like, personally called and was like, get him out. Um, so Ross got thrown out of this class, escorted out. And then, this is my favorite part, Ross is still on this email list that I never got on. And the email list sent him an email that said, you are personally invited to LRH's birthday. And Ross was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Ross shows up. This is like a week ago. Ross shows up and he's like, hey. I guess we're cool. He <laughs> said I was invited. Clearly that blew over. Yeah. That whole me exploiting you for my podcast thing. Uh, no, no, no. He They're not exploiters. No, I'm sorry. Exploring. Sure. One of I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Exploiting. I know you like to call it unsploiting. <laughs> so yeah. One of the uh, things that makes Ross and Carrie's show so special is that they give a sincere and open-hearted uh, look at whatever it is. It's oh, not about stick-pointing fingers and embarrassing people. Oh, uh, thank you. Yeah. I mean, that's that's definitely our aim. Um, 
And I mean, sure, we find humor in, like, whatever we do. There's funny stuff in there. Sure. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you always find out, no matter where you go, like, these people are like us. They believe things for rational reasons that anyone might believe in something. I heard that you told my story about my Scientologist neighbor on uh, your show. That's true. I emailed you for permission. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> permission to not delete it from the show that she had already finished recording, to be yeah. fair. But Which yes. is, you know, a really hard process. My neighbor, okay, so my neighbor, bless her heart, uh, we, we basically had, uh, uh, we had a, a boundary dispute with our neighbor after we bought our house, which is to say that they didn't like the legal boundary. <laughs> They thought we were getting too close, and we went over there to uh, we went over to their house to try and kind of smooth things over. Like we were going to do something really nice for them, and blah blah blah. And we got there; it's like an older couple, and in their sitting room where they sat us down, there was literally a wall of Scientology books. Like not like they had a copy of Dianetics on a coffee table. Like it was like being in like. It was like going to a personal injury lawyer's office, office, only instead of the like fake law books they have there, it was all real Scientology books that I think they probably had read. And we kind of, we, you know, we got into the disagreement about with them about it, and, and we were trying to be really nice, and we thought we were being generous, and they were not having it. And, and so, basically, we were like, okay, well, I guess there's no way to be friends with them. That's the end of that. You know, like, what can you do? A couple months later. Wait, isn't it key that your wife is pregnant during this story? We're getting there. Oh, all right. So we bought our we bought our house when my wife was uh, when my wife was a few months pregnant. My wife Teresa from One Bad Mother, and uh, <laughs> thank you. And um, uh, and so this was a few months later. So maybe my wife is six seven months pregnant, and uh, I go off to this public radio conference in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. And Name dropping. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Public radio. It's um, public. The Real Housewives were there of Atlanta and some other Atlanta things. CNN, Wolf Blitzer. Wolf Blitzer was there. Um, and uh, so I, I'm at this conference, and this woman is calling Teresa over and over. And every time she calls, she says, Oh, can I talk to your husband? And she says, No, he's away. Uh, and she says, okay, and like hangs up. And we're like, what is going on? Like, what is this about? Is this kind of weird, like, 1940s thing? Like, where she can only talk to the man of the house? But she's the woman of the house, so that doesn't work. And, um... She wanted to sell you some brushes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and finally, Teresa is so bent out of shape about this that she just says to me, she goes, uh, I don't know, Jesse, why... She, she says to the lady, she's like, I don't know, just he's at a conference, like you can call him on his cell phone if you want to. And so she called me, and I'm sitting in this hotel room in Atlanta, and I get a call from LA, I don't know who it is, so I answer. And it's this woman, she's so pissed at me. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm trying to just explain to her, yeah, you know, we're not gonna do anything about this, whatever. And uh, she's telling me she, we need to give her back that property. And we're like, we didn't take it from you. It's our property. We bought it when we bought the house. There was a fence there already, like the whole nine yards, you know. And she's telling me about how she's going to bring lawsuits. And if we try and build anything there, she's going to call every inspector in the town. 
and uh, she's going to bring the police there and all this different shit. And she goes, do not cross me if I am a lioness and you will not like it if I am crossed. (laughs) (laughs) And then we realized that the reason she wouldn't talk to my wife is because she didn't want to imprint negative engrams on the unborn child. That's sweet. That's really sweet. So it's actually kind of considerate of her. The moral of the story is, at the end of the day, she was a pretty thoughtful woman. A pretty thoughtful lioness. Forgive me, thoughtful lioness. Yes, thank you. It's funny when you said that I am a lioness and do not cross me. That's the exact same thing uh, that was said to me when I had a property dispute with Beyonce. <laughs> you know what? That is actually the same thing that happened to me when I was a mouthy middle schooler and my dad was Alec Baldwin. Now <laughs> 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 you were being a fat little pig. <laughs> Carrie, yeah. Carrie, what was the mm. best part of Scientology? Oh. Oh, what's the best Heart. For their brunches, good. Did you feel their empowered at all? Didn't you good. feel empowered because you had uh, an ali- a team of aliens on your side? <laughs> no, I, you know, Scientology is surprisingly boring. That's like actually what I took away from it was like, I thought this would be a little creepier. It is the, the way that I think they, if, the, if they are said to gain any control of your mind, it is through repetition and boredom to like the point they just like, you're like, sure, whatever you say, just get me out of here. Um, it's basically so, like an SAT prep class. Yeah, that's a good comparison. That's what I'm imagining. It like just lulls you into complacency. So, oh no, I know what my favorite part was. My favorite part You don't was, have to yell the name of your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. <laughs> You have a catchphrase. Best marketing. Uh, No, my favorite part was uh, this guy who worked there who was telling us, actually he was telling us about the engrams uh, during pregnancy and how they're so potent. They're more potent than anything that happens to you as an adult. And he said it's because the fetus is so strong and during the pregnancy, the fetus can basically overcome anything. And Ross and I were like, I don't know, miscarriages are pretty common. And, uh, And the guy said, no, did you know? If you puncture a fetus's head with a needle during an abortion, that fetus will regrow its brain. <laughs> and Why is this your favorite part? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is great because usually Ross and I are really able to keep, keep our cool. Like we're we're like we have a pretty high tolerance for like weird stuff. So we're usually just like sitting there nodding. When they said this, like we both burst out laughing. <laughs> and I and I was like, that's not true. <laughs> and, uh, and and he was like, no, no, I think that's true. And you could see him just sort of like folding into himself and thinking about it. Like I guess I've never thought about this. And I, and I said, why would any abortion work then? And he was like. <laughs> and then he just, and then he threw down a smoke bomb, and when the smoke cleared, he was gone. Might as well have. Ladies and gentlemen, Terry Poppy. <laughs> We got more guests to bring up here. We got a sh- we got a shit ton of guests on this week's program. So let's welcome to the stage uh, from the hit Max Fun podcast, Bunker Buddies, Andy Bolt and Travis McElroy. Well, fine. Just stand up and give us a quick, tight, 
Type you got it. Hey, you ever noticed possums? <laughs> oh, Jordan. Yeah, I did my one. possum material. <laughs> do something about Uber. I Parallel do, I said, thinking, Jordan. Sure, Parallel maybe. thinking. Yeah, it sounds like we got a real Amy Schumer style joke theme. Make sure to point that microphone Whoa. away from your mouth. <laughs> what? I don't like that. Yeah. I've never podcasted I don't before. Think Amy <laughs> I don't think Amy Schumer stole jokes. Guys, uh, I, I'm I, excited about the female Ghostbusters. Uh, can I real quick? I want to weigh in on oh, uh, great. Possum it's, Gate. It's a bunch of men who want to talk about feminism. Yeah. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Look <laughs> what a feminist I am. I don't think Amy Schumer stole jokes. And, okay, actually, number one. Actually, number Andy, one, be actually, quiet. Number two, I want to explain something to you. <laughs> Sorry, you had some feelings about possums. I do. I want to make a case not for possums, but uh, to place armadillos above possums. Oh, because you against them dillers. They can give humans leprosy. Wow. Yeah. Oh. What has a possum ever done that has given a human being? Unless the possum spilled leprosy on a human. I think the possum has never... Who let, who let these possums into the leprosy research? We thought they were dead. They're just walking around with too many vials. <laughs> I got too many babies and too many vials. Sure it's hard to play dead with all these vials. <laughs> Why would a dead person have so many vials? Um, mm, Dr. Schmidt, I have the perfect way to transport our vials. I found him under my porch. Uh, Andy, do you have do you have an opinion as, uh, on the worst mammal discussion? Um, you know, uh, people were tweeting at me like, "What do you think?" And I was like, "R O U S is hat." Then yeah, I like so referenced I referenced high fived myself. Um, <laughs> just real yeah. lame. Hey, have you guys seen this movie, The Usual Suspects? It is really cool. <laughs> you should watch it. It's really cool. I've only have made about. Three quarters of the way through. <laughs> um, I'm <laughs> sorry, Brian. <laughs> I'm I'm one of those people who had pet rats growing up, so I think they're adorable. I, mean, I might even my my notion that people tell me about their cute rats. I, that yeah. might even be from talking to you. Oh, it probably was. Because uh, you don't shut up about it. <laughs> <laughs> we had several. They all die from cancer and tumors. Always. Were they as, lab rats? As soon as they start growing lumps, you're just like, here comes that cancer again. That is your that is your fault for testing that makeup on them. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know how it looked <laughs> before I put it on my own face. Um, um, so I, had a big I would prom. say my favorite my family, my family raises uh, goats, and I do think the, I love goats. But Billy goats, when you don't uh, castrate them, they can be very gruff. They're so <laughs> disgusting. They're so disgusting, and I don't think I, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but Billy goats, the way to attract a mate is to piss all over their own face. So like they smell awful, and then and then they're raping everybody, and they're just these rapists. They'll rape their own kids, and then they just piss on their face, and they just contort their bodies, and they make this noise, and they're disgusting vile creatures. And they're way worse than a possum. But possums don't eat tin cans. (laughs) Right now, possums is definitely in the lead, Jordan. I can see. They can be so cute. Okay, so armadillos, they they could be leprotic. But they roll up in a in a cool ball that you can roll in a cartoon. Such a cool ball. You are right. What is so? You guys, you what guys. What about mangy coyotes? Ooh, ooh, when they're mangy. They take people's yeah. dogs. Yup. 
Yeah, that's pretty bad. Right now, there's some coyotes hanging out by Dave Shumka's house. This is not a joke, my friends. This is serious business. Please, stop laughing. <laughs> right now, there's some coyotes hanging out by Dave Shumka's house, and when he takes his dog for a walk, he just has to carry his dog and his baby like this. Which is actually pretty cute now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> and the coyotes are thrown off by how cute it is. You, you, you just want to sneak in a cute dad story. Oh. <laughs> you hooked us all, you said Listen, coyotes. Listen, I think as long then... as those coyotes don't get the Acme catalog, they will probably do that. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like when I see mangy coyotes in L.A., I just have so much sympathy for them. Because like, they don't have a lot of options to eat. They're probably living off garbage. They're not mangy because they want to be. Yeah, I do, I do feel like coyotes are, especially mangy like coyotes whose habitat has been imposed upon are very sympathetic. Yeah. Right. I want to talk about something uh, that's important. Okay. Here. Now, Travis, you have promised to do something if we met the 5,000 donor goal. Can you tell me what it is? Um, I promised that I would get uh, my second year running a Max Fun Drive tattoo. <laughs> and I did. So, just in case (laughs) that wasn't clear, I did do that. We'll let you know whether or not he did after the break. (laughs) After this word from the Church of Scientology. (laughs) Hey, it's me. What kind of... (laughs) (laughs) The Scientology mascot. Uh, (laughs) It's that little DNA from Jurassic Park. (laughs) (laughs) Dinosaurs are full of (laughs) fatons. Okay, so what was the first Max Fun tattoo you got? Uh, the first one I got was a rearing horse. Um, rearing? Raring. Raring. Champing. Champing is the mouth. Raring is raised up. On its, uh, what, it, what is it? Any of you nerds know on a field, the coat of arms when the horse Rampant? is up? Rampant. Rampant. Thank you. Well, this nerd knew. Um, hey, boss. How's it going? Um, uh, but the horse is up, and then it has the banner Middleist across it. Um, this one, I won't say what it is yet, but it is Adventure Zone themed, and Carrie Peach did it, who is Carrie Draws on Twitter. Um, she does, yeah, she's great, and she does a lot of Adventure Zone uh, art for us. And so I wanted something that was like recalled all that for me for the show. And, uh, oh, and my and dad, you... my dad is also getting one. Important to know, Clint, Wait, Clint your, McElroy, your fully grown me. <laughs> 55 or 60, right? That is kind. Uh, he is, he is a, a million. <laughs> He's a million years old. He ain't my dad. He is a, he's a Highlander. He's, you have to cut off his head to kill him. Uh, my dad is going to live forever. I believe he is an incredibly youthful 62, if I'm not mistaken. He's full of verve. Oh, yeah. And Moxie? Piss and finning are gross. That's my dad. <laughs> uh, so so uh, I know you're, you're not unveiling it yet. Yeah. But I think we can tease that it's on the dick. <laughs> little tease! Well, not that little. Andy and, Andy and Travis, everybody. Podcasts. 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 <laughs> They're audio programs that tell smart stories in innovative ways using editing techniques like, like this. this. Like this. Like this? Yeah. Yeah. But let's face it, all that smart stuff can be exhausting. That's where Stop Podcasting Yourself comes in. It's so stupid. It's just two stupid dinguses being dumb idiot jerks for 90 minutes. Stop Podcasting Yourself. The stupid show that smart people love. Find it on iTunes. Or MaximumFun.org.
Let's bring Teresa and Travis. Let's bring Teresa. Yeah. Ladies and round of applause. Teresa and Travis McElroy. Teresa and Travis, of course, together host the new Max Fun podcast, Schmanners. Um, Teresa being an etiquette uh, expert and Travis being an animal man. <laughs> Correct. I am a, a mountain man. A former animal man. Former. Oh. You succeeded in uh, every stereotypical woman's dreams, <laughs> changing your husband and shaping him to your desires and dreams. I've begun. Succeeded, we'll have to see. <laughs> what are some of the, what are some of the animal-like qualities you had to breed out of him? Yeah, like what's the worst things about your husband? <laughs> Travis, I cover your ears. I'm too handsome. <laughs> Nick's too big. <laughs> but not in the right way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Backwards. It's, it's too deep. <laughs> Got a real deep dick. As soon as you guys are finished. We're done. So yeah, so what are, uh, Sorry, what are Mrs. these? Sorry, <laughs> um, We've spoken on the show about how uh, Travis has a medical condition called dyspepsia. Mm -hmm. um, where in his, his upper esophageal sphincter does not close correctly. <laughs> you guys laughed at sphincter. Oh, right <laughs> We're adults. <laughs> I have a business. <laughs> you have children. You're a dad. Go on. And so he burps quite often. It, mm. it takes very little for him to burp um, quite loudly and often. And, and it sounds like the devil. It, it's not good. It's it often vibe. sounds like a velociraptor. Well, I practice that one. Can he, <laughs> can he use his burps to open doors? Like the velociraptor, like the popular velociraptor. Just because I haven't witnessed it doesn't mean it's not true. <laughs> Does he have opposable burps? <laughs> Does he burp in packs? Okay, so burping. That, um, but, and so, but that's a medical condition. Right, but your response to burping uh, is not part of a medical condition. No, I will often be very proud of it. <laughs> and, and so over... One time there was a minute and a half, you got like no exaggeration. <laughs> I almost passed out. It was amazing. Not anymore. And so over the course of our relationship, I have um, implored him to cover up his burps, yes. uh, either by closing his mouth or covering his mouth with his hands. I also don't eat like a monster anymore. I used to eat like a monster, uh, quite literally. Like a picture cookie monster, but with like terrible sandwiches. And that was, <laughs> that was pretty much my go-to because I built them so big they would fall apart while I ate them. So I had to consume them quickly before they uh, eroded in my hands. Ladies and, and gentlemen, Dagwood Bums. <laughs> <laughs> Not far off. But I don't do that anymore. Also, thanks to Blue Apron. <laughs> I, also, I also had this huge dog that was constantly stealing long trails of sausage wings from the butcher. His name was Marmaduke. And he thought he was people. Yeah. I can see my dead grandpa. <laughs> and wherever I go, I shit out a dotted line. <laughs> Who's the worst mammal? Not me. Um, sorry, sorry again, Teresa. <laughs> So what about this animal eating? What was he doing? Um, he would take very large bites and chew them really not at all. 
Um, and yeah, that then, is true. <laughs> and uh, anytime I looked at him across the table for myself, he would freeze. <laughs> like a possum caught jacking off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. I wanted her to continue to love me. <laughs> and so I knew that if she saw me actively eating, she would be horrified. So I would just freeze in place until she looked away. Now, have you considered maybe erecting a sandwich tent? <laughs> a male sandwich privacy tent. <laughs> Hear me out. It's a tent in the living room where a male can go to eat sandwiches privately. Or an animal-like person of any gender. Sure. Uh, so, Teresa, on our, on our itinerary, uh, mm-hmm. there's a note that says you have some thoughts on tattoo etiquette. Yes, I do. Uh, to coincide with Travis's uh, reveal of his new Max Fun tattoo. Mm-hmm. And I actually had to outsource this because I do not have any tattoos. Oh. <laughs> Your yeah. hairdo suggests otherwise. Spotless skin. <laughs> um, so I so I did some research, and uh, the etiquette regarding tattoos is is two sided. One uh, etiquette going into a tattoo shop becoming tattooed, and uh, the other one uh, being a tattoo, uh, a visible tattooed person. Um, so I'd like to start with... We prefer the term illustrated. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I'd like to start with being in the shop. Now, um, haggling is something that doesn't occur very often in our culture. We do some at, um, at garage sales and flea markets and things like that. Um, but apparently, when it comes to getting a tattoo, or really um, any kind of art or design, it seems that people tend to lowball their tattoo artists and say, uh, how, much, how much for this tattoo that I brought in? And the tattoo artist will be like, oh, that's $200. I'm like, well, I was thinking more $100. <laughs> That is a bad idea. Don't do that. <laughs> because this person has a needle, yeah. Yeah. and they are doing something hands. to you mm-hmm. that is permanent. <clears throat> Can I tell you when I, when I, uh, when I got a tattoo, uh, I, how I chose my tattoo artist? I think that's something that a lot of people have a hard time with, trying to decide how to. Um, I really strongly recommend that if you uh, read a comic book about a dog that you like, uh, get that guy to do your tattoo. <laughs> oh. Okay. oh. Yes, sure. And I'll, and I'll go ahead and say that there's another area of commerce that you should not haggle uh, inside. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say don't haggle with your dominatrix. <laughs> Could cause bodily harm. Well, I'm going to say the opposite. If you, if you lowball her, she will not stomp on your balls. Oh, she won't. She won't hurt you enough. Like, to ah, I've got to get my balls stomped on. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm getting unballed. Yeah, sure. Um, it's, I would also suggest uh, that you establish the price of the tattoo before you get it. Mm-hmm. Because after you get it, like you're kind of in for a penny, in for a pound. You can't return it. Right. <laughs> yes. Um, and then, unless uh, you're super gutsy. <laughs> <laughs> and then another thing is, um, a lot of tattoo artists pride themselves on their portfolio of work. And so something that seems to happen quite often is people find something on the internet that they enjoy, and uh, they bring it in. And what happens when something is on the internet and brought in to be a tattoo is that means that like. 
thousands of other people have it, and it's not a, a very distinctive thing for that tattoo artist to do. Now, so, my guy was surprised when I wanted erotic Captain Crunch fan art. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if that, but, but, in all cases, that's true. Have, Did you allow it to be your, I, his own design? Have I shown you any of my, uh, my Christian Sonic stuff on my back? <laughs> full back Christian Sonic. Oh, wow. <laughs> very nice. <Yeah. laughs> No one comes to the Lord but unto me. Knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway. uh, my arms are just dragons fucking cars. Uh, okay. So don't lowball. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't uh, uh, reconsider bringing in popular internet images. Yes. Uh, or just a recopied image. You can have an idea for an image and then have someone design it or have them design it. Right, right. But something that you found on Pinterest is probably on uh, several thousand other people. Sure. Oh, because I got a tattoo of a wedding with a bunch of hay bales. <laughs> and I got a tattoo of a hand that had some nice nail art. It's just highly unoriginal, you guys. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, and now, what about the what about the tattoo haver? What what sort of etiquette? Uh, what sort of etiquette falls on that person? Um, well, it's not the tattoo haver, it's the interaction with other people. Mm. Um, and like, don't make them, don't make others smell it. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's a scratch like and sniff tattoo. <laughs> yeah, sure. I don't, I don't oh, think Oh, that's happens. the next, that's the next big thing. Yeah, oh, TM, TM, TM. <laughs> no, it's, um, it's other people staring mm. at tattoos. It is not appropriate to stare sure. uh, in, at any person. Um, and then it's also not appropriate to touch a tattoo mm. on a person that you don't know. You shouldn't touch strangers. And it's amazed. not appropriate to get a Celtic tattoo even if your grandma was Irish. <laughs> you can get a Celtic style tattoo of your grandma. <laughs> oh, I think that's highly original. Yeah, I like that. But I agree you'd with that. be amazed how many people come up and just like touch my tattoo without like talking to me. I'll be like at a bar like this and they'll just come up and like stroke my wrist. Like, that's a thing. But that's also, cool. they don't feel like anything. It's yeah. skin. Why are they touching <laughs> Excellent point, Jordan. That's, it just felt like something true. that would be incredible. If it was like, it's like a real tattoo. Yeah. Or yes. a pineapple. Whatever. Don't, doesn't matter. Can right. we run it again? Colin. Okay, we'll take it back. <laughs> we need a clean cut. Let's get some options on that. <laughs> it's like a real pineapple. Okay, okay, now, <laughs> okay yeah, Travis, so, so now give me, one. give me some efforts. You're picking up a barrel. Make the sound of picking up a barrel. <laughs> <laughs> you just got shot. Now it's the same sound. You can just use it. Okay, it's multi. You're, you're having an incredible orgasm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> My, but I'm enjoying this. What a wonderful <laughs> orgasm I just had. Oh, this is some fun That things. sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, have you ever thought about getting, getting a tattoo? Uh, I don't think I have the personality for it. Really? I think I would have one and people would go, really, that guy? <laughs> uh, sincere, this, I, I, have, I have a, I have a sincere que- uh, answer to uh, yeah. tattoo thoughts. Yeah. Uh, this is very fucking Orange County here. But uh, I could see, you know, uh, uh, if, if I were to settle down sometime and have some kids, maybe getting like a family tattoo. Yeah. Uh, the social distortion logo. <laughs> <laughs> We all get the skeleton holding the martini glass. No, I like. I kind of like that idea of like the family tattoo. I think it's a cool idea. I would consider it. You know, uh, uh, Biz Ellis mm-hmm. from One Bad Mother and her husband Stefan uh, both have family tattoos, uh, like um, uh, families of birdies. 
Mm-hmm. I want to say they both have the families of birdies. Mm-hmm. And they're very beautiful. And uh, when I saw them, I thought I was really jealous of them because I thought it was a beautiful celebration of how much they love each other and their children. Yeah. You should get one of those tattoos, but for their family, too. Mrs. Biz. I was thinking I was thinking actually of doing a family tattoo just of those stick figures from the rear windows. Of Mr. Oh, yeah, and you can add on to it. Yeah. Add new pets. I would, and I mean, then I, guess maybe and then I like, just cross out Teresa's one, and then I write, ladies, this is not available. <laughs> oh, dear. I would maybe get one. Maybe if my, you know, my, my future wife was into it, I would get one across my back that said, eaten. And then she would get one on her back that said, ain't cheating. <laughs> when we stood shoulder to shoulder, we would have the essence of our love. <laughs> So is Allow it time, me to is it time you. for the is it time for the big reveal? Yeah, I think it's time for the big reveal. Okay. You guys you guys ready for this, ladies and gentlemen? Yeah. Is this healed or are we just gonna no, see I like a gross it, scab? I just got it today. Holy shit. So it's still covered in plastic, but I'll try to make it as clear. And blood. Yeah, there's blood. Like I got it uh, seven hours ago. You might have to stand up. Oh, here. okay, hold on. I'll do that. I'm a little woozy. <laughs> so that's it. It's a twenty sided die that's all twenties. Um, and underneath it is a banner that says, I do that. Um, yeah. Thank you. Travis and Teresa, ladies Thank and gentlemen. And stuff as well. So that wasn't your only chance to see. Picks to come. Picks to come. Oh, speaking of picks. Speaking of picks. We're going to reveal some very exciting picks in this next segment. But before we get to that, please welcome to the stage Renee and Allegra from Can I Pet Your Dog? (laughs) Hi, ladies. Doing all right. Doing all right. Can I tell you something that happened to me at the airport earlier today? Please. I'm on this, I'm at the San Francisco airport. It's got one of those air trains. I'm on this air train. Oh man, is there a dog on this train? Oh boy. Oh boy, Jesse. Lordy, lordy. Is there a dog on this train? And uh, it's like a, mm, it's a stump leg dog. Okay. Like a corgi dog, Mm. but with long straight hair. Ooh, I wanted to get up in this dog. (laughs) (laughs) No, obviously. From listening to our podcast, you know you went up there, you asked the name, you asked to pet him. Give us a story. So I'm there, and I'm sitting, and I got my luggage there, and I'm looking. This dog sort of, it's a little bit too far for me to get up without, like, picking up my luggage and walking over there. And I'm like, this guy doesn't want anybody to bother him. He's on the air train. This guy's just trying to get to Dallas for his mom's funeral with the dog or whatever. <laughs> And I just didn't want to say anything. The dog was in its traditional funeral vestment. <laughs> yeah, it's holding the flowers. <laughs> you know, my tail. Well, I don't comprehend death. <laughs> <laughs> seems real upset. <laughs> Too abstract for me. <laughs> but I can talk. That's <laughs> well, back to waiting on my dead owner's suit. <laughs> They built a statue of me in Scotland or something. (laughs) Um, So I was just sitting there thinking, like, I got it. Man, I want to pit this dog so bad. But then I was like, I don't want to bother this person. I don't want to bother this dog. Like, this is a real stimulus-intensive environment. This clear-eyed young woman walks up to this man and says, Hello, sir. Can I pet your dog? Yes, Jesse. Yes. Now, uh... 
Did he wipe away his tears and oblige? <laughs> he said, no, bitch, <laughs> my mother just died. <laughs> Renee and I have actually been told no once. Outside of Swingers, there was this really cute dog. and Wait. Outside of Swingers? Sorry, Swingers yeah. is a rest, uh, the yeah, restaurant. Yeah, I like her. Go with it. It's fine. Okay. Right? Uh, and there was this... Like, really... ma- madam, you're interrupting our organization. <laughs> <laughs> right. The dog is a service animal. <laughs> here, here to... we, were outside, we were outside of Swingers, and we saw this incredibly money German Shepherd. <laughs> we saw a German Shepherd that does not hold up. It's <laughs> <laughs> time. It was on its time. Uh, no, we, and we said, oh, can we pet your dog? And this old guy said, no, like that. And we both went, ha-ha, because it sounded like a joke, no. And he really meant no. He was like, she's not friendly. And we're like, why, why did you say it in such a weird way? And you better believe we spent the rest of our breakfast just outraged. Infuriated. <laughs> <laughs> it was we so couldn't weird. let it go. By the time the check came, we were still like, is think that guy's out there? Because I'm really going <laughs> to let him know. We would not Ooh, prove it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give that dog a prank. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we got no ears. We just oh, make some belly rubs. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I guess you guys do a do a podcast that is uh, uh, sort of related so, to a running theme tonight. What do you guys think the worst mammal is? Ooh, I listen. I'm gonna go with possum. Okay. I have a little bit of my own possum story. Mm. So scary that I, I may not be able to fully retell it. Okay. There was a possum in my spot where I park at my apartment. What the fuck? A possum took your fucking parking spot? Took my spot. He like pulled his Prius took it right, right on in. Right on. Didn't even ask. Didn't even act like it was a problem. You uh, know he drives a BMW. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool car. Uh, to this possum's credit, he did nothing scary. He didn't rear his teeth or do anything. He just had a tail that I didn't care for. Uh, Very gross tail. And I uh, backed out and I parked five blocks away. That <laughs> possum got my spot that night. Not gonna, not dealing with it. Not gonna deal with it. Uh, do you, you think about calling the city and having the possum towed? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're, we're, yeah should have. Yeah. That would have been smart. I didn't have the number on me. Otherwise. Otherwise, sure. I would have. Uh, that would be cute, a tow truck dragon. <laughs> I like them now. That's fine. That's fine. When I'm on a tow truck, they're fun. Uh, I want to talk real quick about uh, Teresa's tattoo etiquette. You guys, I was in line for Space Mountain once, and there was a very tattooed Disney tattooed person. Sure. I That's broke every last one of those. Sounds very cool. <laughs> including asking to smell it. It <laughs> was just touching. Can I it. smell your soup? <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know all the etiquette. I asked every story for 45 minutes. <laughs> I bet you Disney tattoo guy at Disneyland was stoked. Yeah, he, was, yeah, he, was, he was pretty happy to tell me all those He's stories. Sure. <laughs> when you smelled it, did it smell like small town homosexuality? <laughs> <laughs> Up until this very moment, I wasn't able to place it. But yes, that was the smell. Uh, so I think uh, something that we are going to do today is reveal a very uh, highly anticipated photo of a pet in a hat. What is your guys's? Uh, what is the can I pet your dog consensus? Maybe there's not one. I'm assuming there is. What is the can I pet your dog consensus on uh, clothes on pets? Yay or nay? Uh, I think we are. F- I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, Renee. Uh, we are for them if the animal seems content and happy and fine in them. Otherwise, no. But if the animal seems fine, we're, we're pro. Yeah. yeah. Well, let me ask you guys this. I don't think I need to tell you <laughs> that through the centuries, there's been an incredible, historic, legendary animus between two animal friends. Of course, I'm referring <laughs> to cats and dogs. <laughs> you two 
are dog spurts. Mm -hmm. That's short for dog expert. <laughs> You're also dog enthusiasts. I don't mm -hmm. think I need to explain what that's short for. <laughs> How do you feel about feline creature animals? <laughs> Somehow I ran out of steam at the last now, second. I thought creature animals were great. Okay, great. Thank Pretty you. Good. Thank you. I, uh, you know what? Recently have become on board for a long time. Had, really? had some strong opinions. Do you think him. you just got infected by cryptosporidium? <laughs> yes. I think that's precisely what happened. I here's here's what changed. I used to come at a cat like you would pet a dog. Uh huh. They don't care for that much. Mm -hmm. Go really? right for the belly. I don't like that very much at all. I'd come out injured every time. Yeah. Uh, so within a few. Don't fake throw that tennis ball. At me. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to lay in a sunbeam. It's all I'm asking. Uh, but of recent uh, recent years, I dig him. Really? Now what 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 was the big turnaround? Whoa, good question. You know what? I actually once got to meet Jordan's cat, Bug. It's a great cat. And that was that was, that's big, what, that did was it. what did it. That's what did it. Bug turned around. I should probably thank her for that. I should yeah. write her a thank you oh, note. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just, uh, just open up the curtain a little bit so a sunbeam comes <laughs> in. She wants. Uh, she needs all she wants. that shit. That's so cute. What about you? How do you feel about cats? I also, uh, I know this is a disappointing answer. I also like cats. I think it would be more interesting if we were like, oh, God, right. we just hate cats so much. Oh, but I think we are both part of that same cat Facebook group, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you guys. Oh, you mean the LA Underground? The cat LA Network? Underground Cat, cat yeah. Network? Yes. <laughs> Second only in positive vibes to the Can I Pet Your Dog Facebook group. Sure. It's great. It's just pictures of cats and people go, Your cat's cute. And then the person says, Thanks. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun online community. It's like, so, it's like there's no hostility. It's just very nice. No one's talking about the new Ghostbusters. No, <laughs> no one. Is it, is it, I mean, is it time to show the pick? Or yeah. well, let's yeah. explain kind of what, what went on. So, uh, you know, obviously all the Max Fun hosts are, you know, doing everything they can to get, you know, uh, new donors, uh, to, people to, to get people to increase their donations. And, you know, we're all offering, you know, what we can. I think, you know, Travis uh, mentioned yeah, he got his tattoo. Uh, Renee's going to eat cheese, which she hates. Oh. Yeah. Well, and going back to the cat thing, here's what happened, is we put what we would do at the very end of our very last uh, fun drive announcement. I think maybe people were turning out at that point. Yeah. Nobody's called us out on this. We're like, maybe nobody knows <laughs> so what, what we said you, we'd do. What did you offer? So I, I don't care for cheese. Please don't throw things at me. I'm sorry. I know it's a flaw. Uh, and Allegra doesn't like blueberries. So we just, oh, just so creatively, we're like, we'll eat cheese and blueberries at a cat cafe. <laughs> Pretty good, right, guys? All right, not bad. What about just like a blueberry Danish? Ooh, that's, that's a, a pastry with both. Yeah, I listen, I'm on board for that. It, the blueberries would help me get through it. Do you like sweet cheeses or uh, savory cheeses less? Yeah, oh, good question. Uh, sweet because cheeses, sweet cheeses less. are gross. Yeah, you like, yeah, like cheesecake, you would like less than like a cheesecake is gross. I can work with tacos. I can work with pizza. A little no else facts. Else <laughs> you, guys, you guys are saying he knows he's a cheesecake nerd. <laughs> so you guys are saying that if if we reach a a certain goal, you guys will do something that to others would be a fun afternoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Let's be honest, yeah. to most. <laughs> That's right. That's uh, how dedicated that's we fair. are. So, yeah. uh, so uh, uh, for Christmas, Jesse was nice enough to get my cat, Bug, a Viking hat on Etsy. Again, nice is a stretch. I apologize for that. <laughs> that, was, that was a rude gift. Uh, I, I have not, uh, till recently, been able to put the hat on the cat because she doesn't want to wear it. Yeah, sure. It's not fun for her. Sure. Uh, but 
I said I would try again <laughs> if we reached a certain amount of tweets with the hashtag bug, bug hat. Uh, that was 100 tweets, I believe. A huge, uh, huge movement, bigger than Coney 2012. <laughs> uh, Earlier, it changed the world. Uh, there, no hashtag, you know, has had more influence than hashtag bug hat. Earlier today, a few Max Funsters in the data sciences crunched the numbers. They did some social science analytics. Uh, and they, we found that, they ha that uh, Ma uh, Jordan Jesse Go listeners had more than tripled the threshold. There were, sure. I think it was 312. A lot of white hat tweets. So today. Now we should explain. You, did, you weren't able to do it. Your sister was able to do it. Yeah. We had her as a guest on the program. She broke down the system for so us. So I used my sister's patented cat hat saber metrics. <laughs> and, uh, You've uh, got to look for undervalued sure, assets. Undervalued <laughs> cat hats. Uh, you know, her secret was tying it around her neck first and then uh, 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 poofing it over her head. Well, that's smart. Uh, I did base it. percentage. Uh, so I think there are two photo sets here, a, a before and an after. Oh, Brian, boy. can we show... Can't get it on the on the projector, but I'll have it. Just gonna walk it around. <laughs> <laughs> People see it on the live stream, the live in person. Yeah, so here, here's before. Look. You can see. She's uh, not loving it. Not having. <laughs> so there's a struggle. Wanting Wait, to we leave. can't get it on the live stream. <laughs> no, it's oh, it is on the live stream. Okay, okay live. so folks yeah, can't see. The audience. Uh, okay, so this is a this is a <laughs> this is a sort of series of narrative photographs of you attempting to put the hat on to bug. Yeah. Jordan, is there a reason why you're wearing long sleeves? Are you covering up some no, I'm pretty... Wearing short, okay. Am I wearing shorts? I don't know what I'm oh, wearing. Oh, no, no. Uh, no right now. Sleeves. Did it... Are, are there oh, things yes. Oh, that, yeah. My arms are stretched to fuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. To fuck. All right. Uh, also, he used to be a junkie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have track marks. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, and I think here, let's... Uh, let's I've, it finally happened. Let's, uh, let's put that up there. Yeah. And show it. There you go. Got a little hat on. Hashtag, hashtag bug hat. Just because... Just because you've already seen the picture doesn't mean you should stop hashtagging bug hat. Oh, it's so cute. Oh, she's a little, cute. She's a little Viking. So cute. A little fucking Viking. Cute. Jordan, I'm sorry, and you're welcome. And it's a lot of fun. Uh, so yeah, so I mean, thank you to everybody who's been donating and hashtagging, getting the word out. That's a big, a big part of why this has been such a success. And our thank yous to Renee and Allegra. Uh, we got one more, uh, one more segment, fan favorite, uh, yeah. stalwart Jordan Jesse Go segment, and uh, uh, to do it with us, we're gonna have a fan favorite Jordan Jesse Go guest. Maybe the single funniest person in the entire Max Fun universe. Uh, someone I, uh, someone whose work I admire tremendously. Someone who I'm building up too much, uh, <laughs> so that anything she does will be a disappointment to you. Please welcome to the stage from Throwing Shade, Aaron Gibson. How are you, Aaron? Hi. You. You I have so much to say because I was listening to everything. Okay. Thank you. Let's just run us through your thoughts. Number one, I have a very bad tattoo on my ankle that a boy who was a surfer in Texas figured that out, picked out. Um, <laughs> Tribal art. Are you sure it was a survey from Texas and not just an armadillo? <laughs> <laughs> it was an armadillo. Yeah. Um, 
He, it took him a long time to decide which one. Uh, that's a, they cross the road very slowly. What that's why they it? die all the yeah. time. Um, number two. Wait, what is the tattoo of? Tribal art. Tribal art. Do you what want to tribe? see it? It's on my ankle. What tribe? Uh, the '90s Earth? tribe. The yeah. fucking yeah, the, 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 uh, gar- the loyal order of the, the Red band, Hot Chili Peppers. The band garbage tribe. <laughs> my aunt saw it. I got it when I was 15. My aunt saw it and she goes, "You're gonna regret that." And I go, "No, I won't." <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> what is it? I don't know. It's a brand new shape. I didn't pick it. <laughs> I mean, at least she didn't go with his other suggestion, which was Hoobastank rules. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's okay, thought number that's one. one. Number one. Number two, as a dog owner of a dog who is possibly abused or, uh, you know, was a street dog, just a drug dealer or something. I have a dog. Wait, your Oliver. dog was a drug dealer? I don't know his past. It's rude to ask. It's rude to ask. He He has a lot of track marks for a dog. He didn't come with a knife, but I feel like he could use one. Right. (laughs) He doesn't, like, attack anybody, but if you go to pet him, he doesn't doesn't like his space invaded. And it gets really... it gets really hard disappointing people. So don't be too hard on someone for being like, no, because it is literally, my dog is so cute and everyone's like, hi. And I'm like, please stop. You're making this hard. You will die. Already. Um, that was one thing. My, my dog on the, uh, when we're hiking, uh, my dog, Sissy. Coco, my dog, Coco, uh, for some reason, I have had to start to like train my dog, Coco, to want to go for walks. At some point, she just quit being a dog. <laughs> but my dog Sissy still loves going for walks, and she'll, she, you know, Does she'll she run up and walk? down the trail. You don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> she'll run up and down the trail. She'll, she'll have a great time. And the, the, th- the only problem is, like, she, she won't like when she's off the leash. She's not really gonna. She's not gonna bark, and uh, she's not gonna bite anybody or anything like that. Um, and she'll come right back if I call her, and that kind of thing. Well, what she will do is uh, she will come and sort of like play with kids or families or whatever, or other dogs she'll play with. Uh, but just any like like a big buff dude that's like running and running uh-uh. tights and he's got headphones Same in, he's not really paying attention. Uh, my dog, who's a Chihuahua Terrier, she's like this big and blonde. Um, you know, she will she'll kind of be coming up and the person, this giant dude or whatever, will not even be looking at her. And then she'll just go, and you, you just see this giant, like the rock looking guy go, yeah. oh. <laughs> No, Oliver does the same thing. He makes men squeal. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I feel bad about it. It is bad, but you know, fuck those guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're muscles. What are you doing, running when we're supposed to be hiking? Sure. I feel like there are two like big things that I'm like morally opposed to that those dudes are doing. One is shirtlessness in public. Okay, I'm against that. Number two, Looking good shirtless. <laughs> like, fuck you, man. We get what you're doing. I don't go around I'll take doing academic picture. decathlons. Yeah, exactly. I don't do whatever I'm good at out in public. Sure, that thing. Whatever that is. Sure. Ponytails. <laughs> you save those for the privacy of your own home. Yeah, thank you. You do those in your ponytail tent. Yeah, that I erect in my backyard. Sure. Yeah. Uh, do you have any other thoughts? So, wait. Dogs sometimes they're mean. Don't dogs pet them. Dogs sometimes uh, are mean. <laughs> yeah. 
I feel I say feel compassion for people who were like, you can't sure. touch my dog because that person is dealing with the living hell that no one can understand. Sure. Yeah. Not that the dogs are mean. It's just other people. Yeah. Other people wanting to pet your dog because they're like, oh, he's got guy liner or whatever they, you know. My dog has guy liner. <laughs> is he in My Chemical Romance? <laughs> all black males. Oh yeah. wow, sure. Yeah. Um, Adam, he and Adam Lambert hang out all the time. Um, thank you. <laughs> Wait, what was the other? Th- you guys talked about possums. animals, possums, uh, abortions. Um, <laughs> Thoughts on those? Oh. <laughs> um, that's all I had. I okay. feel like I had so much to say, but now. Well, I- hey, I think I think what we what we really need you here for is to help Judge. us preside over some momentous <laughs> occasions. Yes. So these are uh, momentous occasions uh, uh, given to us by our studio audience. Yeah, where's uh, Masha? Masha, come on up. Come on up. Uh, round of applause for Masha. Oh, <laughs> Masha, Masha, Masha. <laughs> Never been done. <laughs> cool, first time. If you sing it, it makes it true. <laughs> um, uh, on momentous occasions, we ask people in our audience to share with us when something remarkable has happened to us. Uh, hi, Masha. How are you? I'm great. So, <laughs> Masha, what's your, what's your momentous occasion? Okay, so I want to tell the story about how an old episode of Jordan and Jesse Go totally helped me through a really tough time recently. Um, so, this was... Okay, so the... You're like, I need 40 masturbation jokes. <laughs> <laughs> no, that wasn't it. Oh, here's some. <laughs> I, so, I kept laughing in church, and I needed something to make me feel bored. <laughs> uh, what, okay, so what were you talking about? Okay, you, you, uh, you heard an episode. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, um, so this was an episode from six years ago. It was with the guys from uh, Yeah Dude. Um, and this was where... Oh, yes, the one where all the fans of uh, Yeah Dude sent us those mean emails. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry the guys to bring from back a bad were super nice and cool, by the way. They had no problem. Um, and so this was where uh, apparently Jesse had recently had some like a sad time, and he was suggesting his sort of life hack of whipping out a power jam with his mind, uh, and everyone just made fun of him because that's basically just thinking about music. <laughs> <laughs> like in my mind, like if I'm having a hard time in my mind, I play More like a yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I, mean, I know you. In my ca- in my case, is you dropped a bomb on me by the Gap Band. Actually, oh, you know what? Early in the morning by the Gap Band lately. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> Turns out it changes sometimes. <laughs> and so this coincided with a time when, um, so it was my birthday a few weeks ago, and right before and after I had a bunch of grad school obligations. It was just really crazy, and I was really stressed out. And I totally used this idea, uh, you know, that Jesse suggested and got really into music and started kind of dancing while doing lab work and stuff like that. Um, although I did generally put on music as opposed to just thinking about it. No, um, that's cool. That's a better way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> the, only thing you, the only thing is sometimes that can be super powerful. Like, you've got to be careful about context. Like, the other day, I'm going to give you an example here. Because uh, sometimes the power jam could sneak up on you. So like the other day, I'm in the, uh, you know, the waiting line to get a cheeseburger at the In-N-Out Burger. And I'm listening to the radio, and it's just whatever. It's Drake or something, you know. It's like just giving me gentle ennui. And, <laughs> and then they, the throwback sound comes on, 
and they play hip hop by Dead Prez. Like the bass line comes on. I got so fucking pumped, but there was nowhere to go. There's nowhere to drive my car. It was a very dangerous situation. So that's why you have to be careful. <laughs> more to my story. Um, and so, while generally I was listening to music uh, in order to pump myself up, um, I yeah, well, did... well, one thing about music, when it hits you, feel no pain. One folks say, control your brain. No, no, better than that. That's game, and we ready for that. Mine's uptown funk. That's mine. Cool. That's um, a good choice. And then, about a week ago... That's I basically an average of every Gap Band song. So. <laughs> <laughs> we have a few Lakeside songs thrown in, yeah. So uh, last weekend, I was actually in a moment where I was totally unable to put on music, but uh, I had a tough moment, you know, could have potentially gotten upset. But then I solved it by whipping out a power jam with my mind. <laughs> and yeah. I totally got through the moment. And thank you so much. Congratulations. While you're hugging, um, I bought a Willie Nelson record. Okay. How, how, how's that been going so far? Um, well, I, okay, so it has Native Son on it. You know that song. Good morning, America. Sure. How are you? Okay, you, you know. Guess what else it has on it that I didn't know? Uh, uh, his cover uh, of Like a Virgin. Mama's don't You're so close. Do you Am know what I? it is? No, I don't. I was going to say Mamas Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up to Be Cowboys. That's an older record. Apparently, Willie Nelson wrote Wind Beneath My Wings. Okay. And sings it like a person who is too high to be singing it. <laughs> and I was getting ready, and I was like, what what, what world am I in right now? Are the wind beneath my... Uh... <laughs> yeah, and then you can hear him eating chips. <laughs> you can hear the family guy theme in the background. Bing bong! Oh, pizza's here. <laughs> you know, you know sometimes you know how sometimes you wonder like how Willie Nelson could cross all those state lines and get on all those airplanes and all that shit and be that high all the time I do all the time because he was you know he was the king of it in he's the just 80s. famous for being high on ev all the time and just content chain smoking and all that shit I was uh, at LAX uh, a few months ago and I was in line behind Willie Nelson what at the security screen were you okay uh, did you freak out uh, you don't love Willie Nelson like I love Willie No, I don't love Willie Nelson. I'm, I'm more of a George Jones man. I like the possum. Got it. But he's tiny. Oh, he also, he Very is small. the least impressive physical presence on oh, earth. He wears braids. Yeah. <laughs> he's like a three-foot-tall, 42-pound, braided elderly person. Yeah. Um, but uh, he was very polite, but like what I realized that the secret to uh, bringing drugs wherever you want, no matter what, is being Willie Nelson. <laughs> because every single one of those fucking TSA people was like in tears with excitement, but like trying not to show it. Like he literally could have had a machine gun that shoots heroin. Yeah, that's like, <laughs> nobody would have given a that's shit. That's how OJ got off. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, having those you long braids, just those long, luxurious braids. Sing songs uh, about Simpson, being a semi-truck driver. <laughs> uh, looks like we got one from Dimitri. Dimitri, Dimitri come on up, Dimitri. Up? Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. hey, Dimitri. By the way, we got, we got 10 more donors. We're up to 8736. Whoa! Whoa. Maki, Maki, what's, uh, what's that moment? It's going to be upsetting if we don't get to 10,000. 
Yeah, well, I mean, prepare for upset. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do this all night. There's only one more momentous occasion. Um, well, uh, after actually probably mentioning a few podcasts, uh, I, I recently... Now, Dimitri, you, you and your, at the time, boyfriend were on an episode of Judge John Hodgman. This is true. That was about uh, holding hands in, or sitting across from each other or next to each other in uh, restaurants, right? That was correct. A subject matter within that was uh, the fact that Landon did not appreciate holding hands in public. Uh, which was, yeah, that was a topic within that. that Thank episode. you, because I do not listen to the program. No, it's <laughs> <laughs> Just don't care for it. <laughs> well, it's, it's better when that I'm other more of a totally beverages. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody loves that show. No, Everybody loves that show. Yeah. forever. <laughs> well, it, it's much easier to listen to it when it's like Monty Domani from whatever yeah. the river is oh, on it. Yeah. So yeah, much sure. better. You know what? I do like to listen to it when I'm trying to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, you you were you're a, basically a podcast celebrity at this point. Right. No, and then on... later we were on uh, an episode of my brother and my brother and me asking how we should propose. Getting braggy because now, we but... hated neither one of us wanted to propose to each other. Okay. And then uh, since then we have since done that. Well, one of us proposed to one another. Mm-hmm. Uh, we you just pro- said it at the same time. You're like, one, two, three. Get him in! Get him in! We went back. Jinx, you'll be married! We went back and forth, mm-hmm. uh, proposing to each other. Okay. Uh, no, you're going to marry me. No, you're going to marry me. <laughs> Basically, correct. I love it. And then... Uh, no, short- you hang up first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, shortly, shortly thereafter, we went to the backyard of a federal judge and made her marry us. Okay. Oh wow! Congratulations! Wow. So you, so you hopped over her wall, purge style, dragged her from her home, put on your clown mask. Right. It was the easiest way for her to get rid of us. Hey, congratulations! Thank you. Yeah, Dimitri, ladies and gentlemen. And looks like we got Bill B. Bill, Bill B. B. in the house. Hey, he's coming. Yeah. He's the beat is short for Baggins, and Bill is short for Bilbo. <laughs> Bilbo Baggins, everybody. That's <laughs> very clever. I've never heard that. that <laughs> you know what? Fuck you. This is my show. <laughs> you want me to bring the fire? I'll bring the fire. Dragon Lady! I'm usually a nice man, <laughs> but I'm tired and I have a headache. Listen, we're all lionesses. Okay. Oh, she's a lioness. Not we're a up to 87.44, by the way. Maximumfun.org slash go. I really like following the life-affirming story about the show yeah. and the guy who got married, beautiful story, with my killing an animal in my backyard. All right, right. yeah, yum, yum, let's hear it. Possum, 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 possum. So uh, my wife and my kids were up at their mother's and I was alone at home with my dog. And you know, if you have dogs, as you know, you put them out just before. You go to bed, and the dog was going crazy. Yeah, it's 1955. Yeah. <laughs> and they go exactly. sleep in their doghouse. <laughs> well, no, you let them back in. Oh, okay. you know what I'm saying. Got it. So, so they can do their business. Got it. Yeah, exactly. And the dog's going crazy, so, you know, of course, you're going to let the dog out. And he makes a beeline for his dog dish, and there's this enormous ruckus erupts. And the worst smell 
in the world just starts wafting into my kitchen, and I flip on the backyard Did light. your dog run into an Arby's? <laughs> <laughs> sure enough, ran into an Arby's. And sure did enough... You, did your he, dog get a tattoo? <laughs> he, sure enough, he killed a skunk, of course. Oh. Wow. And so there's this... Was, it, was there blood all over the, his got, face? The insides, normally the insides of the skunk were outside of the skunk. Oh, my. And so... And, and it, we're not it, just talking about that stink. No. It was, it we're talking about dim bad. guts, though. <laughs> dim guts dim, stinks. Dim guts, would though? you say that your dog got all up in dim guts? <laughs> I would say that, yes, that's precisely so. Uh-huh. And, well, and the dog... It, you know, having just been sprayed by a skunk, the dog was going bananas and rubbing its face on the lawn and all that. Sure. And Do you so put ketchup on it? There's this. There's this. Yeah, you put ketchup, ketchup on it. Yeah. Arby's horsey ketchup, sauce. Ketchup or Arby's horsey sauce. It depends on whether you're in Chicago. If you put a ketchup on a dog uh, in Chicago, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're going to put it right on the bun. So we. Uh, so I. Uh, this, this, there's this dead skunk right outside my back door, like two feet from my back door, and it smells terrible. And so I go and I figure, well, I'm not just going to pick that up with my hands. I'm going to go get a shovel to move it so I don't have right. to touch it. So I go get a shovel, and I start to scoop up the inside-out skunk, and it's not dead yet. Oh, no! <laughs> was it a zombie? <laughs> it was, it or was, a vampire? It was what we call perimortem. <laughs> oh. it, was, it was right on the edge. You but, and the skunk were yeah. in community. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so... Harry! Yeah, exactly. Harry! I gotta say, I have many dreams. <laughs> and there, I need French girl! <laughs> So, you know, no, that is not how skunks talk. Oh, it was You're like French. this. I can't see the light. <laughs> I'm in grad school. <laughs> I'm in grad school. I like that the skunk was in grad school. I was trying to think of like, a, well, like somebody to... changing directions. Like, yeah. I finally got it figured out. <laughs> well, I quit my job. Do... I was going to open up that cupcake store. <laughs> off to do many harassments <laughs> for the entertainment of children. Oh. Someone accidentally painted a cat. I am a product <laughs> something to kiss. I'm a product of my time. <laughs> Those days were all in the past for the skunk. And um, what'd you do? You finished the job? Well, you had to. You I mean, it's the insides. Of, and so I'm in the backyard in my pajamas in the middle of the night, beating a skunk to death with a shovel. That's my oh, great oh, oh, Hey, hold on, no, hold on. Have you developed a taste for blood? <laughs> It wasn't the last thing I killed. <laughs> Kill me! Have you ever had to kill something? I've never had to kill something. Um, uh, yeah, I think we talked about it on Jordan Jesse Go once a bird that yeah. was almost dead. Was it getting eaten by ants? Was and it like I had situation? to hack its head off with a shovel. Yeah. Oh. I had to crush some pussy. (laughs) 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 (laughs)